Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Deeper Daily Podcast for the seventh day of April. I'm Paul White. Well, this marks the final podcast in two ways. The, not forever, but in two things. The final podcast in our journey through the five, feeding of the 5,000. We're going to finish that story today from Mark 6. But it marks the final podcast of my cramming podcast recordings in before I go to Israel. By the time this airs, I've been back from Israel a week. But I've had to record podcasts far in advance because of our schedule, which means that tomorrow's podcast, the 8th of April, not only will we tell you about the sermon to expect on Sunday, but we will also give you, or it'll be the first podcast we've had since returning from our trip to Israel. And I'm sure I'm going to have stuff to say. In fact, uh, we're, I'm planning on, during that trip, uh, compiling videos and uh, me talking and just saying things that are happening, and maybe we can compile that and put it up very, very soon as one of our weekend sermons. Um, however, I know this is Easter weekend. This is Good Friday. And uh, on a normal year, we would be doing Good Friday, Holy Saturday, Easter right here on the podcast, but this isn't a normal year for me travel-wise. So uh, we, we are going to, my plan is to have an Easter sermon up for you on this Sunday. We'll talk about that tomorrow, but all of that will happen after we are back from Israel. And again, this is that final podcast in preparation, uh, and I'm very excited for the trip that is coming up. Um, let's conclude this moment in the feeding of the 5,000. We pick up the reading in verse 39 where Jesus commanded them all to sit down in groups on the green grass. So they sat down in groups by hundreds and by fifties and taking the five loaves and the two fish, he looked up to heaven and said a blessing and broke the loaves and gave them to the disciples to set before the people. And he divided the two fish among them all and they all ate and were satisfied And they took up 12 baskets full of broken pieces and of the fish, and those who ate the loaves were 5,000 men. I don't know how much detail we need to, to put into every single thing, but I will bring up some stuff that might be of importance. The hundreds and the fifties is the ordering of Israel in the wilderness under Moses. He sat them by hundreds and he sat them by fifties. Moses encamped them by hundreds and by fifties way back in Exodus 18. And so this could be Jesus replaying the wilderness story under Moses to show a greater version of Moses. It also is, in a way, a repeat of the miraculous provision of the manna, where Moses in Exodus 16 uh, feeds or prays the feeding of Israel through manna, and everyone has bread outside their tent. Jesus is a new Moses. Jesus is a greater Moses. Jesus is bringing a new covenant. In fact, Jesus is bringing a greater covenant. Um, They take up the 12 baskets. They don't leave anything in the hand that could be like the manna not left until morning. But then there's 12 baskets full. And as I told you yesterday, in a world where poverty is rife, the fact that there are 12 extra baskets speaks volumes to the miracle providing power of Jesus. And 12, of course, speaks to tribal ancient Israel. It's a a very important number. Uh, It's sort of the constitution of a new Israel. Um, and then there's 5,000 of them, and a lot's been made of the fact that Mark uses a Greek word uh, that means men or head of the family. 
And Matthew even adds the phrase, besides women and children. So the crowd's probably actually closer to between 15 and 20,000. If you assume that there are women and then there are a almost, you know, hard to imagine number of children. And so this is, without really, without even trying to over-exaggerate it, this is a miracle of miracles. Um, the, the scope, the size, uh, everything involved in this is, is sort of beyond anything we could imagine. One thing that strikes me, all of those things seem to be things that you should bring out that, that have been brought out by others, by commentators. But one thing that strikes me is that Jesus blesses the bread and breaks it. And then Mark says he divided the fish among them all. And I don't think we're to assume he didn't bless the fish, but I think we are to take special attention to the fact that he blessed the bread and then broke it. Because for a Christian audience in the first century, Jesus' blessing and then breaking bread would point them to communion. They don't take fish during communion, but they do take bread. And they notice that when Jesus gives bread to people, he blesses it and breaks it. In the same manner that we bless and then present the broken bread to the to the uh, those participants in communion, and I, again, I don't think it's because he didn't believe he should bless fish, but because it, the bread was going to represent his body, because he says through Paul to the Corinthian church, this is the uh, this is the bread broken for you, and so. The bread of the blood of a new covenant, and the and the the bread is my body broken for you. So at the feeding of the five thousand, Jesus is doing more than feeding empty bellies. He's preparing hearts for the broken body and the entering in of communion. Now Mark, Matthew, and Luke don't go farther with that. John does. In John's version of the story, Jesus walks on the water like he's about to do here, and then when he comes back. Or the, when he walks on the water the next day, everyone follows him over there for breakfast. They follow him to to have another miracle. And he goes into that big speech on, you didn't follow me for what I could say. You just followed me for what I could do. But you're going to have to take in something else if you're going to have my life. And that's when he says, you got to eat my flesh and drink my blood. And we've, we've spoke of that. But I bring that up because John, on the other side of all of it, because John's last... In the, in the gospel writings. On the other side of all of it, what John wants you to see in the feeding of the 5,000 is not simply a miracle of provision. It is a preface to the broken body and the shed blood of Jesus and should be taken as such. And that when we take it as such, through communion, we receive the life of who he is. And we don't get the sense of that so much in Mark, but maybe we do a little bit with that phrase, he blessed the bread, but then he also broke the fish. By the way, when John tells the story, the prayer is included. And his prayer is, thank you, Father, which is amazing. He doesn't even have to say anything else, just thank you. And then breaks the bread. It says to me, they are on the same page. Tomorrow, back from Israel, excited, no doubt. We'll talk about Jesus walking on the water, among, I'm sure, other things. We'll see you then. God bless.